The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dapp. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? We've missed a lot, but I'm going to stick to three. Okay. Unlike cool. last week, where I talked about loads of stuff that we missed. Cool. So I picked three things which seemed reasonably interesting. Okay. So we missed Bad Baby on tour. What? So do you know who that is? I got no idea who that is. So basically, yeah, it's about Bad B-A-D. B-H-A-B-I-E. Okay. Don't look at my notes. I'm not looking. It's ruining I'm... my conversation. With okay, you. cool, man. I'm just looking. Okay. I'm just so staring. basically, yeah. Bad Baby, you might know as a internet celebrity who was on a viral video yeah. recorded on Dr. Phil. She was the Cash Me Outside girl. What? So it's Cash Me Outside. How about that? It was touring in Birmingham. Yeah. So basically, right, her real name is Danielle Brigoli. Yeah. And she's about 15 years old. And she's a rapper known as Bad Baby now. Okay. Yeah. Mental, right? That is mental. So she basically became an internet meme. And there was like a song made, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, I remember like that. loads of like... Uh, when was that, like 2017 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Cash Me Outside. Yeah. And uh, even like we were like... We knew about the rapper it. and yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, that's mental, isn't it? So anyway, she got she became that famous, yeah. There was a, a rapper made a song about her. And she basically... He basically took the Cash Me Outside... The sample. Sample. Sound body, vault, yeah. And made a rap out of it. And Walmart, which is Asda to... Yeah. Uh, UK locals made it even made t-shirts on it which is like cash me outside how about that yeah no way and basically the family who of the girl um Dania Brigoli yeah they tried to sue the rapper and Walmart yeah for using her slogan slogan okay but effectively right I don't know whether they um, managed to get it but check this for mentors so you want to know how she became a rapper yeah yeah so basically some dude who's a marketer who's called Adam Krugler. Mm. Let me see if check his name. The Krugs. Yeah, so basically, Adam Kluger, mm. yeah, he's a product placement manager. He wanted a project, and this is quote-unquote, yeah. He said, I'm going to find something that's just so obscure and I'm going to make it popular. Yeah. What? And he decided that he's going to pull every trick in the book and everything he knows about brands and making someone into a walking talking brand to prove how much he's worth as a product placement manager no way and that's how she became popular a popular rapper and she became so popular yeah that she was even listed in she received the 2018 billboard music award nomination in the category for best female rap artist. What? Along with Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. That's messed up, man. That's mental. That's mental because they are there is talented individuals, talented yeah. female artists, rappers, talented female black rappers that will never get to see this. Yeah. Never get to see this. Never get an answer this recognition mm. of fame. Yeah. Yeah, this does. But I listen Blows to some the of mind. Her, I listened to some of her tracks on uh, Apple Music and uh, they're quite funny. So, yeah. But I mean, she's only 15 years old, but basically it was somebody who was a... She came on Dr. Phil and she was like a disruptive... Teen. Teen. Yeah. I was going to say delinquent, but that word kind of sounds like it's a bit too rough. That reminds me of... um, uh, (laughs) Someone was talking about um, applications. 
and they were like, it's like that Friends episode hmm. where they were using um, different words, but kind of delinquent. They're synonyms. Yeah. No, delinquent was the right word. Was it? It's somebody who's a young person tended to commit crime, particularly minor crime, and the lawless, law bright, a law breaking, and generally quite like neglectful and in the way. But basically, the reason she became popular was because she was on this Dr. Phil show yeah. because she was being a delinquent. Okay. Yeah. And the audience started to diss her. And she was about 13, 14 years old. Yeah. And she started to fight with the audience. I remember this, And she yeah. said to the audience that, um, uh, catch me outside. How about How that? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's how she became famous. But this is like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I think this is like, what is what is the world's obsession with outlaws and mavericks and rule breakers? This is what it is, and lawbreakers, yeah. and you know, you got people that are they're getting their heads down. Yeah. Um, you know, law-abiding citizens don't get to see the light of day in anything, and then you got some lawbreaker that turns up and says, "Look at me," and then everyone's like, "Wow." But the thing is, yeah, anybody like this is what I was thinking as well. Yeah, anybody yeah. who's um average to yeah. normal. They're not going to get a look in from anyone really. Mm, but mm. somebody who's like particularly bad at something. Yeah. Or particularly good at something. That's true. They're the ones. Because they're the extremities, aren't they? It's like the, yeah. the, it's like the people who go into X Factor. Mm. Um, I actually knew a an actor. Um, she actually applied for X Factor. And she basically was saying that when they went to the auditions, apparently, um, they had really good people and they were put to the side and then they had the really bad people and mm. then they were put to the side but everyone who was as he's saying mediocre or in the middle or yeah. average was said okay you know your, your voice is fine you know you can leave you can go yeah so fair enough yeah so it's the extremities I get yeah. we get to see the okay fair enough that's man. with anything like this is a bit dark because it's a bit yeah. dark comedies like uh, which is probably a bit more a reflection about me than anyone okay. else yeah but basically yeah that you know I was thinking yeah that like if you a not good looking person yeah. and you get killed or murdered yeah no one's gonna chat about you that's true yeah but if you're a beautiful yeah, young person it, yeah that's true man everyone's gonna be like your picture's gonna be you. there with oh look yeah. how pretty that person was and, and like, it's such this yeah. person got ugly people getting murdered every day man and no one yeah. puts their picture up man <laughs> no one puts their picture up and it, the we, people we relate to the ugly people man like they're getting killed left right and centre and, and no one is speaking about their deaths exactly man because they're just ugly yeah, it's not what they say. They say like um, on social media, you know, I, uh, I know this by other people's beauty standards, or someone who's not a very attractive or an ugly person can write something about the feeling suicidal, yeah. and get probably ten likes hmm. about this or ten interactions. But yet, a beautiful girl who's written something about I had toast today is gonna go viral, yeah, because that's what everyone likes that's... to associate with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beauty in it, yeah, yeah. But Karen, what else did we miss? So, okay. we missed, I'm glad we missed that because what, well, yeah, I don't think I would have went to watch it to be fair, fair enough. But fair play to her for getting this far and whatever. Yeah. But fucking hell, sorry, man, yeah, that means swear, but still, that's mental, isn't it? yeah, yeah. Okay, so we also missed Insomnia 63. What's that? Which is basically it's happening over the bank holiday and it happened at the NEC and it's um uh, the UK's largest gaming festival. Ah, oh, man, I don't miss this, and I knew it was happening, yeah. But it was like, it was about 30, 40 quid to get oh, in. Oh, I remember you saying, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. so I thought we're not going to that. Yeah. But basically, it was um, just your usual, like, retro games and new gaming experience, tabletop games that you could play. Yeah. And uh, it's quite a good name, Insomnia 63, because some people, like... End up playing end up all, playing all, all night, and they yeah. do end up getting Insomnia. I think um, <laughs> there have been too many times we've been playing Halo. 
and yeah. you there you play you start playing and it's night time and you look out the window they go oh my god it's four it's o'clock or six o'clock in the morning in the morning yeah and, <laughs> and when you're closing your eyes you can still see the bloody halo heads up display yeah because i remember we used to play halo quite a lot didn't we yeah, so like okay. we know what it's about but yeah so that was pretty good so okay. we missed that kind of a bit gutted that we missed it as well but at the same I, time but i mean to be honest with you like i think the last console we brought was the the first ever Xbox? Yeah, I was gonna say the like, Xbox One, but that, I mean the first ever Xbox. Yeah. And after that, you kind of just like grow out of it, man. Like, I not even grow out of it. I think you kind of realize the whole con behind it. Yeah. After every two years, there's always gonna be a new console, mm-hmm. and the new games always gonna be bloody sixty quid, fifty quid. Yeah. I mean, I remember when Mega Drive games were still seventy quid at times mm. when they first came out. It's mental, man. Isn't it? But back yeah. in the day okay else? well the other thing that we missed which we've been to one of these before so we missed Kobo which is comedy of black origin oh yeah, yeah. and that was happening at the Glee Club yeah and basically Kobo celebrates uh, comedy of black origin obviously yeah, yeah. Oh, it's kind of in the name isn't it yeah, yeah. and uh, the show was called United Nations of Laughter and they brought together just comedians from different areas yeah and they had people like this guy called Kane Brown yeah, yeah. Uh, Baba Tundi Mm. Saul Bernstein who we've seen before yeah, he's good, funny isn't he yeah, yeah. Quincy never seen him and uh, Willie yeah I thought he was good I remember him from last time yeah, yeah was good. I didn't like him yeah but whatever so cool, we missed that and that's literally happening as we're recording the show yeah so I definitely recommend like if you ever see any of the comedy cowboy stuff they do loads yeah. of stuff like they do um, uh, you know United Nations and laughter and all that kind of stuff so they do loads of the Asian shows as well loads of the Asian comedy stuff as yeah. well Dexy Central Definitely recommend their stuff, man. It's always mm. good. Always good. And they got stuff happening um, uh, across the UK, haven't they? They got stuff going on in. Yeah, um, they're gonna got loads of up UK north. Well, yeah, or? just check the website, Google Cobble Comedy yeah. Nights, and you definitely see something. Yeah, Ooh. so we missed that. So I was a bit going about that, but that's cool. fine. Nick. I think that's it. That's that's pretty cool, man. I tried to keep it short and sweet. And there were three good events, and I'm kind of actually not the first one. The first one was just amazing. Yeah. Cash me outside. How about that? Isn't it? So what did we do? This week, what did we do? Um, so we've been good. We've been on the gym flex. Um, you and I didn't. Think? About gym? No, just that I think we've been going gym, and we yeah. like obviously our weight's coming down, and uh, like to us it's kind of can't start. Obviously, it's noticeable to us. Yeah. But I think other people are starting to notice that you know, like our challenge, which we set ourselves to do running, mm. is actually becoming beneficial, and we were also using the Skimble app to do strength and weight training. Yeah. So that's been working quite well. And um, I've also started to do box jumps. Return of the box jump. Yeah. So box jumps was something that I used to do back in the day. Yeah. And I it mean, basically, it's, it's, if you don't know what a box jump is, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You literally just jump onto a box and yeah. you jump off the box. Yeah. And you keep doing that. And each time you jump onto the box, you just increase the height of the box. Yeah. And I think I probably could r- jump for about a metre. A metre yeah, I remember eight, you just mm-hmm. doing them for like jokes. Yeah. Like you we used to just jump metre like, boxes. Yeah. And the funny thing was, we used to fall off them as well sometimes, wasn't yeah. didn't we? Yeah, there's quite a few times that I fell off and I just mashed my shins up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, gym's going good, man. So what else have you been up to? I think the only other thing that we did apart from gym was we went... Um, uh, okay, the, well, there's one thing that I did I said I was going to do. I said I went to Garden House. How was that? It was pretty good. We just had a meeting there. It's quite chilled out. I do we like that place, there. isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, the staff are like quite friendly. We just had like a couple of drinks, so it was quite reasonable price-wise. Yeah. But I think atmosphere-wise, it was, it's a pretty good place. So it's definitely worth going. Like us guys just met up for a work meeting, and we were there like chatting, and everything was like reasonably quiet. No, I definitely time. recommend the yeah. garden place on Agley Road. Yeah, I like it. So it's pretty good. So I should talk. But anyway, that was it. So 
What you got, speed dating? Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Cool. So on Thursday, me and Jazz went to speed dating. I don't want to mention the name of the company. Yeah. Um, but he went to speed dating. Um, you can say what it was, isn't it? It was a Nouveau Bar, which probably now reveals the company because there's there's two that do it there, but it's fine. So it was a... Uh, why didn't you want to reveal the company? I don't know, you know. I don't know why. I mean, the guy put the event on. That's he true. He can't control the people that come. That's true as well, isn't Yeah. It? So it was a since being single event, which was taking place on Thursday at the Nouveau Bar. And that's it, yeah. What's, what's more is there to say about it? Um, How did you find I, it? I think like... Like we we I wouldn't say that like last time we went there we weren't that bothered about going yeah and I think this time we were like we were ready to go basically yeah and I kind of knew that but you know when it's like that you, yeah it's yeah, never yeah. that good is it yeah yeah when you got an expectation on it I kind of think that because for me it'd been a while since I had been to one of these I kind of felt like okay let's I felt a bit more positive about it yeah but obviously you're right I mean I did you know it wasn't you're right the guy can't control the people that turn up yeah. to the events. So basically, when when we went there, there was. What did you think? There's more guys or more girls? I've kind of felt there was more guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there was. Yeah. So yeah. there's definitely more guys, and the girls that were there were people that we've either seen before. Yeah. We've chatted to before. Yeah. Or there were people who, which makes us sound quite shallow, didn't particularly like the look of. But it's this with the with the honesty of the way it is, isn't it? Because some yeah. of the obviously like some of the girls probably feel the same about us as well. Yeah. Like. And there's no point like entertaining the idea because I think literally you're only there for a few hours. Yeah. Go and like the person you want to talk to, and because you. But could... I thought like a lot of the guys there, like I'm not dissing the girls. The girls are fine, but yeah. I think a lot of the guys there, they were like they were tall because obviously mm. girls like tall guys. They were yeah. slim. They looked like they were good. Yeah. Like you know, like decent people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I thought a lot of the guys looked. Um, I thought they looked okay, personally. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they looked like people that who we normally see and we engage with or interact with. Yeah, yeah. Now. So they look quite good. I'll tell you what I did, which um, uh, I did because I was watching Million Dollar Matchmaker. Yeah. So Million Dollar Matchmaker comes on ITV3, two, B? One? ITV B? B in it, yeah. Okay, so basically comes on like one of their sister channels. Yeah. And it's basically, we've talked about it before, it's where there's a million dollar matchmaking company that mm. tries to set up million dollar people. And basically... Also known as millionaires. <laughs> oh yeah, millionaires, yeah. <laughs> so basically, yeah. yeah. No, but... Is a million dollars the same as million pounds? Because they might be millionaires because they got a million pound. Yeah. But it might go over to US and it might be worth less or it might be worth more. Yeah, that's true. Isn't it? Yeah. I think in a current economic climate, it's the, probably worth less. Probably worth less, yeah. No, no. It's worth more. I think the billionaires, according to the British man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. So, anyway, so what was this thing you was doing yeah. that you... So what I decided to do was, yeah. I thought, let me change one thing. Okay. Because they were saying that, like, you know, if you keep doing the same thing, you're just going to have the same Same results in it, yeah. So what she said to some of the people was, when you go to these things and you talk to people, don't drink alcohol. Yeah. So I thought, I'll do that one thing. I won't drink alcohol. Okay. Because me and Sunny were saying that, let's do what she, the other thing that she says, which is don't talk about what your job is. Yeah. And I was saying to Sunny that the reason why we can't do that is because in the show, I'm assuming that the lady Patty tells the matches as well. Yeah. So she will tell the other guys and the girls that the person's supposed to be dating, that this person's not allowed to talk to you about work. your work. Yeah. So talk about something different. Whereas in a real life situation, the other person doesn't know that you're not going to talk about work. Yeah. So they might think that you're trying to hide something by not yeah. talking about That's work. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But I was listening to this um, Blinkist and they were saying that if the person does say what do you do you just but you're right though 
if someone asks you what do you do and you trying to bat it off with it, oh I, I do I do a lot of things, yeah. then you kind of sound shady yeah. and thinking, you know, oh, what is this geezer hiding? But you know, it still comes down to a thing where our work doesn't define who we are. Yeah, I think for some people it does, you know. Mm. I think like, anyways, let me just quickly go back to yeah, the sorry. alcohol thing. Yeah, so the alcohol thing, I didn't have any alcohol and it was fine. Mm. Yeah, which basically meant we had less money to spend. And we still chatted to people in the same way. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an issue. Yet. And you didn't feel like you needed like Dutch code or anything like that? No, no, no. I think that I'm a veteran now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At uh, speed dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we got it down to a T. We know what we're doing. Yeah. But basically, yeah, like we're talking about people and what they talk about. Like for some people, which kind of makes me laugh now because we were literally just talking about gym. Like all they got to talk about is gym. So like a gym is a hobby for them. Well, I said, I said to someone, it's fine. Like, gyms are is a fine hobby. Like, it's okay. No, it is a hobby. But for some people, it's like a lifestyle. But shouldn't it just be part of like your regular routine? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you think it should be part of your regular routine? Or no, do you it's, think you know, it's a it's unique sh- enough thing? No, I can't see where you're coming from. I think it, I think it should be part of your regular routine. But for some people, if they get really obsessed, not obsessed. Yeah, let's say if they get really obsessed about it and really passionate about it. Or they've just found it, then it becomes everything until it until it finally becomes just a normal thing. Yeah. Part of your normal routine, you know what I mean? It's like when people first learn to drive, they're like, hey, I'm driving. And afterwards just becomes a regular thing you do. Mm. So it could Okay, be that. so I just Googled, is gym a hobby? Yeah. <laughs> to support my argument. Yeah. And it basically says gym is not a hobby, it's a passion. But obviously this is that's this person's opinion. Yeah. And it's saying that some people use it as a source of releasing stress and tension, and for some people it's to improve their um fitness. And then just improve how you feel as well. Yeah. Because well, that's obviously your yeah. your st- st- stress release and thing. Yeah. But I think what I'm trying to say is that for some people, like, they say, I love going to the gym and I enjoy it. But really, it's it's a hobby, but it's a part of their lifestyle and they're doing it for health reasons. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then I'll is get that a hobby? From. Yeah, I get where you come from. I, I, think it's, I think I'm not explaining it properly, but you kind of see what I mean, isn't it? Yeah. You mean, like, is that is that the same as a hobby as, like, a hobby as in, like, a crafts? Yeah. Yeah. Or like is that, something creative because basically you're saying that it's like saying oh my hobby is I enjoy eating food yeah but that's you need food my hobby yeah. is I enjoy shelter where well, yeah. you need shelter yeah. you know you need health yeah so a hobbies are transcending yeah. from what our needs our basic needs yeah. are to and a hobbies should be something leisurable yeah but then obviously for some people then things do cross over and yeah sleep yeah okay I mean, obviously, even like fine dining and whining and dining and well, going to different is, food yeah. places. Because that's what we did. That's what we did earlier. <laughs> but my point being is that for some yeah. people, when they say that they like going to the gym, I don't think that it's a hobby for them. I think it's just something that yeah. they're doing. Dying pass. Dying pass, yeah. But basically, I can't explain it, man. <laughs> no, okay. But yeah. what I find is that everyone, it's kind of weird though. Like everyone I meet and everyone I speak to, we all got the same hobbies. So why can we not click and find, <laughs> find That's things because you don't want somebody, you, just because you don't necessarily want somebody who's the same as you, you want somebody who compliments you. Yeah. Okay. That's true, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So so we were also saying, so you were saying that people have only got the, the work to talk about yeah. you. And yeah. you're saying that your, your book that you read said, don't talk about work. work I talk about yeah. what you're passionate about. So this is what I yeah. started doing. So I stopped. I wasn't talking to people. I wouldn't talk to the girls about what they do for work. I was asking them about other things, you know, things about they're passionate about, and that was pretty interesting. Yeah. And I think kind of one person, bless her, like I don't. I think she was expecting the regular conversation. So when mm. I said to her, you know, tell me what you're passionate about, and she was like, okay. So she was like, animals. I'm yeah. passionate about animals. I was mm. like, okay, that's interesting. So I just started chatting to her about that. Yeah, but I think. Like, but, yeah, but you know what? Some people, like, their jobs 
are literally what defines them yeah. and like their job is their only thing and i think sometimes i'm like that as well like you know like i could talk to somebody about my job for ages but it depends like some yeah. for some people they if their job and they're passionate about it and they feel that they're making a difference or mm. they they really enjoy it that's what people are talking about but the thing is that you don't talk to talk to that about somebody who's your yeah partner in I a was, relationship that's true that's necessarily. yeah 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 cuz then it becomes like just talk to work it's like it, it, like sometimes if you're talking to somebody about work and they're in the same job as you and you talk to them it feels like it's a mental yeah mentee relationship yeah 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 which is not not what you want sometimes and it's, it? it's it's not what you want in it at all really fair enough man yeah. so what how did you would you would you um i mean obviously we're going to go again would you recommend it i would I, i think basically there was less people this time yeah there was people who you kind of knew looking around straight away in the yeah. first five minutes that you weren't that it wasn't going to be good basically you ain't going to connect with them on it yeah um yeah. Uh, there was some people that did walk out yeah but at the end of the day it's not it's not down to the organizer it's yeah. not a reflection of him it's yeah. a reflection of the people that turn up and our preferences as well. absolutely yeah. which is really so, hard to tell yeah like you know because you know there could be people there that are that are, hmm. that are and i used to invite um, quotation marks who are perfect on yeah. paper or whatever but if there's no and it's, hmm. if there's no connection there you can't I think the funny it. thing was yeah that one of the girls was like she was I can't remember how the conversation went but I said that Sunny's a vegan and you're not a vegan no 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 flexitarian flexitarian <laughs> oh so I said Sunny's a vegan and she goes that's boring yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah like that's that's actually quite interesting like you know I, would... I thought that was a bit of a weird comment to make Yeah. That's like saying to somebody like, "Oh, you don't also don't drink." That she also thought that was boring as well. Yeah. Didn't it? But yeah. But why would you need alcohol to have the But even then personality. Exactly. But then yeah. even then like Yeah, but that 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 individual was weird. Yeah. So basically having alcohol and eating meat gives you a personality. Apparently, yeah. To in a in a in a, in a world it yeah. probably does and it means anyway so give her two stars <laughs> and give the event and the organizer the event and the organizer i'm not going to give you any stars at the moment because yeah. i'm not going to rate it because that that event wasn't good but generally the no fine. generally it's good yeah. and yeah, yeah yeah and i think the guys doing fine man like sps um you know the guys doing well he puts well. the events on the reason yeah. be affordable yeah and then extortion it's fine yeah but i think yeah cool, cool. uh what else do we get up to um uh, the only other thing that we've been doing is that we've been watching stuff on Netflix we've yeah. been going cinema yeah. and we also went to the Digbeth Dining Club cool. can we talk about that you'll talk about Digbeth Dining Club yeah so we also went to the Digbeth Dining Club which was today yeah. Sunday and this Sunday they actually had something special so all the people who were okay let me rewind it back so Digbeth Dining Club is basically a I'm going to use the word a massive venue that's got like um loads and it all like bars and loads and it all um uh like no areas and yeah. and it's basically like street food so you got these stalls set up and every month or every friday saturday they have like different food like food places or eateries and people come down and you can buy loads of different food and it's kind of it's kind of won some awards it's like one best um best experience from design my night So it's it's a pretty cool event. So this month Digbeth Dining Club this Saturday had a um an experience where it was all meat-free vendors. Yeah. So it was vegan, vegetarian, um approved places. And me and Jazz thought we'd go and check that out and uh I really liked it first time I've been down. Hmm. Um you know, the vibe was great, the people were nice. It was the only the only bad thing was which we can't blame them for, but I am going to blame them for. So they only get one star now, I'm joking. It was raining. <laughs> 
Yeah. And to a point where we're thinking, should we go? But I'm happy that we still went. Yeah. Because I was saying, I don't want to go because it's raining yeah. and it was outdoors. But it was outdoors, but it was all under a canopy, wasn't it? Yeah, it's all under so a canopy. It, the rain didn't really affect it. And the thing I loved as well is that basically there's seating everywhere. Yeah. Like to a point where I was thinking, oh my God, I'll try to save the seats. But there's seating everywhere. You can sit outside, yeah. you can sit inside, you can move. Things can move freely in it. Yeah. You know, this is a great time that we are now in a place where you can move <laughs> things freely. Yeah. You know, which is going to stop eventually. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, right, like you can get a drink at one of the bars and yeah. move between the bars. You can get food and take it to the bar. You yeah. can sit down, whatever. It's, it's the cool. access of free trade, which yeah. is really important <laughs> at this time. And you know what? Yeah, I was having a look at the prices as well of yeah. the drinks and the prices were equal. So there was like no um, difference in the prices between yeah. each bar. So like, you know, Everything was priced fairly, and there was no extra taxation on. Uh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah. On your so imported this, beers, absolutely. So I definitely, you know, so Digbeth Dining Club happens every every Friday and Saturday. I definitely recommend yeah, it. Yeah, so I think they said Friday, Saturday, Sunday, didn't they? Yeah, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, and they're always doing something different as well. Yeah. So this time we went down. It was pretty cool. So we'll we'll talk about the food afterwards, but we talk about they had like um, retro. Retro, retro games, games yeah. so they had like basically you had your um nintendo entertainment system which yeah. is the nes yeah. which is like the first console we ever got yeah and uh, they had like they had everything man they had mario and they had um uh, the duck hunt gun which was yeah. pretty cool they had uh, a super nintendo we were playing a bit of street fighter took it classic man sega mega drive yeah mega drive everything man playstation one yeah. um playstation two it was that was so cool um and then the food, obviously, the food was amazing as well. Yeah, the food is good. I thought it's reasonably priced. It's kind yeah. of prices you would pay for if you went to a restaurant, really. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, definitely. So like, it was kind of like seven between seven to eight pound for a main. Yeah, and the desserts were like five. Five. Yeah, and yeah. then we ate at. Um, so we started the started off with um, had some vegan sausages, hot dogs, hot dogs, and it's sorry, yeah, yeah. And they, they, I mean, I really like them. Yeah, I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice. It was, like, yeah. it was kind of like a snack in it. Yeah. It wasn't a full meal in it. Yeah. But you had that and the chips. And yeah. that was nice. That was tasty. And that was from the vegan junk food place. Yeah, that was good. Wicked. And then we were like, oh, we could murder some other th- something yeah. else. So we meant to get one like a vegan curry thing. Yeah. But we um, ended up getting two each in it. Yeah. Because it was like, you literally get there. And because they're serving the food so fast, because it is street food. And it's literally like they're just banging it out. Mm. You're like you're standing in queue thinking, mm, what shall I get? Next thing you know, it's your it's your goal to order something. Yeah. You're thinking, shit, what shall I have? And there's a queue building up behind you. Think, what shall I have? But I think the food that we had was pretty good. I really liked yeah. it, man. I thought I really the hot dogs it. were good. What was that place called? That it was like Canoodle. Canoodle, I think. Yeah. Canoodle, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then we finished it off. We went to the Urban, Urban Cheesecake. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. So Urban Cheesecake is basically like, you know, you know, you get like ice cream and you can add whatever toppings you want it. Now imagine you get just a plain ass vanilla cheesecake and you can add whatever you want on there hmm. and that was pretty tasty um hmm. i would definitely recommend going to this how about yourself what did you feel about it yeah 100 percent recommend it i think i would go again yeah i'm kind of gutted that we missed it over the summer now yeah because it is Cause a place been good yeah but it's, you can see it's like it's always hustling and bustling and but the thing that i liked about it was that it was quite family friendly yeah so i mean people had their um uh, kids were there and the dogs as well, as well and yeah <laughs> we seen this one dog man he was like yeah he literally looked like he was sco- stunned man that dog. <laughs> he was he literally looked like scooby-doo and you know when scooby-doo sees food yeah. he's literally there his eyes were like literally animated man yeah. it was so funny 
I bet that dog was there thinking, wow, I can't believe I got in. And, it, <laughs> and it, Normally, he has to stay outside. And it, but so he, he was there trying to blend in like a yeah, human or something. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was standing on his two hind legs, man. Yeah. In his yeah. trench coat and his hat. Doing but a proper Scooby-Doo, man. <laughs> but it was wicked. Nah. I'm, but yeah. I, I can't so wait I to go then. Yeah, I think I would definitely recommend it. And I'd definitely go again. Yeah. Like, even if it's the... Oh, doesn't yeah. matter about vegan or vegetarian, I would go even if it was just um, regular food. And it costs like... It costs if you get on if you get it online it's about one quid and then if you pay on the door it's two quid but it's fine like it was, the prices yeah. are fine like mm. uh, but yeah uh, what else did we do? I'm pretty sure it's one quid as well even if you paid on the door you know I think the price just varies. Does it? Okay. Yeah. What else do we do, man? Anyway, so the vegan fest that um uh, Digbeth Dining Club you should definitely check it out. Yeah, hundred percent recommended. So, so I'm watching a few things on Netflix as well. So uh, what 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 so, are you watching? So last week you you recommended um or you said that you was watching Final Space yeah so I watched it I obviously took your recommendation and uh, I watched it up to the episodes to you what you watched it and obviously you finished it off as well at yeah, the yeah. end but honestly man that was so epic it was like, good I it? loved it man it was so good like, I can see what you were saying that it's a bit like Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah you were saying that it's a little bit like Rick and Morty yes Rick and Morty but I can't I kind of think it was Rick and Morty yes but I actually think that it was. I actually like this to Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I thought this was like probably... I like the fact that he was just like one thing after another and he just got better and better and better like yeah. towards the end. Like he wanted to see what was happening. It was yeah. like a proper series. No, I I, I see what you mean. Like, cause yeah. Sometimes obviously Rick and Morty is more of a contained or like just one episode yeah. and things happening there. Yeah. But I mean, for this, I, I really enjoyed it. So we definitely recommend Final Space. I think I would probably give it... How many rocket ships did you give it last week? I don't think I could rate it because I hadn't seen it. Oh, you it, hadn't seen it? How many would think, you give it now? I think, yeah, definitely five, man. I think, I I think definitely five as well, yeah. man. Like I loved all the characters in it. Watch it again. Um, I mean, I don't think I would mind watching a few of the episodes again. I think yeah. I did watch a couple of the episodes again. With you when I was re-watching them, yeah. Yeah, we, they're so good. Them. And then we also finished Luke Cage 2 as well. Yeah. And it, that was uh, that was wicked, man. Like, mm. from start to finish, it just went... It just carried on, just getting better and better. You're watching it. Yeah. Everything, like, the way the story's unfolding, the way the, I think, yeah, how many, what would you rate that? I think I'd probably give that about three and a half, four stars. Oh, seriously? I'm going to yeah. go with four, man. Solid four stars because, four stars. because considering how it ends as well, hmm. like you're thinking, like the, a character mentions something to, you know, I don't want to ruin it, um, spoil it or anything like or spoil it. But you're thinking, okay, that might be a suggestion. And then when it ends like that, you're thinking, no way, this is, like season hmm. three like bring on season three because I think that's going to be interesting yeah because the thing what I loved is um, you know you're confirming if you did have a, a boss battle with uh, Bush Bushmaster and whatever yeah but that didn't really matter in the end because hmm. the, the the story went elsewhere man I think Luke Cage season two was a definite improvement on Luke Cage season one yeah I think I think this is probably as good as probably it's probably in the league of um uh, Daredevil 1 yeah definitely yeah. I, I, I agree with you on that yeah yeah so like Daredevil 1 was good yeah Luke Cage 2 was good and Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones 1 yeah. 1 was good yeah yeah and uh, what was the other one called Iron Fist Iron Fist we ain't seen I ain't seen that Iron Fist's in the bin man yeah <laughs> don't bother watching that yeah Iron... but yeah I think it was definitely better than Luke Cage 1, one. definitely yeah. and uh, what else what else what else so there's another thing we watched on uh, Netflix so we watched a sci-fi film, which is a science fiction thriller. And um, was it exclusively on Netflix, Sonny? Yeah, I think it was, not it? Netflix, ne- you know. Netflix. Is that like... Net- 
Ne- imitation Netflix. <laughs> Is that when like... <laughs> exactly, man. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ne- Netflix. So yeah, okay. basically, extinction, <laughs> extinction stars um, uh, Michael Pena. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dude who plays Luke Cage, Mike Coulter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan. Kaplan. What has she been? Do you, do you know? I don't know, you know. But she looked familiar though, didn't it? She, she looked, looked really familiar. She looked like someone I was like... Uh, Cloverfield oh, she was in Oh okay she, Oh yeah okay, I remember now She looks familiar Yeah And Hot Tub Time Machine apparently uh, No idea Okay But anyway So yeah she was pretty good Yeah But anyway What did you think of the film? Actually, I actually Shall we give a brief Thinking about it So basically it's like An well, alien invasion film Yeah that's That it. starts I off think, yeah. yeah I think that's it that's, yeah. Yeah, that, And I think it was good I think I liked The, the way the story went uh, Make sure you're paying attention as well When you're watching hmm. it um, and I think I liked everything. I think I liked um, the uh, concept. The concept. I was going to say the uh, the team up was that. You had MCU's yeah Michael Pena meeting Luke Cage. Luke Cage. And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> but obviously, um, I definitely recommend it. I think I, I think I'm definitely a fan of like science fiction stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, definitely recommend it. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Cause I would watch it again. It's one of the films when you watched it once. You think okay, yeah. that's it, and you'd be we'd be mm. talking about it, but yeah, I don't think you need to watch it again. But definitely, yeah. uh, I think it was a good, it was an interesting twist to the yeah, movie. Definitely, yeah, and uh, it was pretty good. But and as we definitely said, keep don't don't be looking at your phone when you're watching it. So yeah. I'll give that about I think I'll give that about three, three four, stars. Four stars. I think four stars. I would give it four stars. You would. I think about three stars. Three stars. Yeah, it's better um, than the Meg though. Yeah, I thought it was better than Meg. So that's what I mean, because I may give the Meg, but I can't. Okay, I, I can only review this at what the time is, isn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna give it four stars. Extinction, extinction. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. Like you know, if you got nothing else on, yeah, just put it on. If you if you watched everything on Netflix, <laughs> nah, it's not that nah, bad. Nah. It's that I good. think if you like sci-fi, yeah, you should definitely watch it. There was, it was also good. something. Anyway, there's also something. No, else. no, it's fine. It was this thing, because I, I, it was. What's that? It was... Hold on. I'm going to find it. So basically... Dead space. Dead space. Final space. Okay. It's this word. What's that word there? Excitation. Excitation. So anyway, I couldn't spell. (laughs) So I learned what excitation was. (laughs) And it's basically... I was trying to make some show notes for extinction. But god damn. God damn it, I couldn't. So I found out what excitation is. Okay. So I was going to bring up this fact. I thought okay. this is interesting. So you know when you got like um you you, you got metal and you want to create a magnet out of that metal. Yeah. So you put electric charge. Yeah. And so you, you keep kind of... rubbing the magnet. No, no, no. That's that's um uh, that's when you're aligning the um ions in the okay, metal. Okay, okay, okay. So this is basically you remember in science where you turn you gotta you got basically you're gonna turn a piece of metal which is a screwdriver into a magnet yeah. using a battery and wires oh yeah so you put the coil around yeah, it yeah so you put the yeah. and that's what excitation is so you put you get the metal you put you wrap the wire around it and yeah. then you put a current through the wire, the wire. and it creates a magnetic field and yeah. it makes the screwdriver, screwdriver. <laughs> into a um, piece of metal Ma- and that reminds magnet, magnet yeah, yeah. And, a, and a magnet and that reminded me of um uh, that reminded me of secondary school science. Okay. Mr. Glasspool and all that. <laughs> I was like, that's proper old school, man. That is, man. And I also asked my brother about, um, so my older brother, we asked him about 
RM Nimbus. RM Nimbus. And uh, <laughs> he said no. Yeah. <laughs> he and said, the turtle said, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he said, why you don't use uh, chalk and slate? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, and then he left screaming yabba dabba doo. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yeah, he obviously couldn't remember it. So he might have been like, he might have left he might have. by the time that came out. <laughs> yeah. He screamed yabba dabba doo. Exactly. And man. Punched, punched the air and said, now nah, I'm off in my car. Exactly, man. <laughs> and he got away in his Flintstones car. Anyway, <laughs> that was such a terrible joke. Okay, so... <laughs> Carry on What else did we do? Talking about things back in the day Yes It's a good segue that was That was a segue and a half Talking about things that happened back in the day But which are still happening now Time is What's the word? Cylindrical? Silical? Circular? Circular Or uh, Repetitive Repetitive But yes So the next The last thing Or thing that we went to do today We went to watch Black Klansman Which is a film by Spike, Spike Lee. Lee Yeah And what do you want to say about it? What's it well, about? Which other Spike Lee films do you like? I only know of and what probably watched um, Inside Man Inside Man was so good Yeah So it's from the same director who's, yeah. who's done that. He's done loads of other films that I like I, To be honest with you I mean Okay I know I know of some of them But I've not seen any of them So you got, she's got to have it Do the right thing Malcolm X you know, I mean, this is all I know. Mainly yeah. because I'm reading I think it. Ins- I think Inside Man was like one of the best films that I yeah. watched and I loved it. So, Black Klansman is the true story of how a black police officer infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And, and the Ku Klux Klan yeah. are a white, white supremacist. White racist supremacist group based in America. The funny thing is that me and Sonny are having to look at the um, uh, Wikipedia page for the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Because we don't actually know what they like to be called. So, yeah, white supremacy, white nationalism and anti-immigration and, was their... And, yeah, was it was their... Was their thing. Yeah. Their go-to thing. And uh, apparently it's existed from 1865 to the present. Yeah. So it's still, it's still happening. It's still... It's very much... Alive and breathing, yeah. Till this present day, and it's horrible the fact that it is. Yeah, but, let's, but anyway, let's go so back to the film. Basically, back to the film. Yeah. So this um, tells a story of how the a police officer, a police officer by the name of Ron Stallworth, Ron Stallworth, am I saying it right? Yeah, Ron Stallworth. Yeah. Ron Stallworth, um, played by the actor David John David John David Washington. Sorry, who's who's actually. He's actually the son of um, uh, Denzel Washington. John yeah, David I didn't know Washington. That. Yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, obviously his name's um, got, got the same last name. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't even pick up that he was like him. And then, you know, when I found out that he was his son, mm. looking back at the trailer, I could actually hear Denzel Washington's voice. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. his voice. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't pick it up initially. Yeah. So I think yeah, it was... Um, cool. And so this film is... I think this film's... Oh, it's powerful man it's funny and thank god the comedy is there because what we're dealing with is is raw yeah you know it's powerful and it's raw so this um, is it we do have a spoiler for your review yeah but yeah. basically the movie like it's quite self-explanatory so it's uh, it actually happened it's based on a true story in yeah. like the 60s or 70s or something like that yeah yeah 1972 so the guy he basically joined the undercover 
um, assignment and he basically infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. And he basically, in real life, he he joined by letter. Yeah. But in the movie, he joined by Phone telephone. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, we were reading some of the reviews and some of the people are saying that this isn't true to what actually happened. Yeah. But the thing is that, are any movies like that? No, I mean... Are all movies... All movies are gonna they're gonna um, retell the story. They're gonna romanticize certain parts. They're gonna cut certain bits out. Yeah. We're talking about, for example, a quick segue. We're talking about our tangent. We're talking about the film Argo. Yeah. You know Argo. Um. You know the main the main person who who done things in the film Argo was played by Ben Affleck. In in originality, it was meant to be a someone of um I think Hispanic Arab. or Arab um descent or someone Arab, of a, I think that. I'm yeah. not sure. I thought that's um, what you were saying. But someone of a different um someone of a different ethnicity based in non white, but you know now people are calling black clansmen out for not being historically accurate. But they you know, there are things in, in history that have been written down that have never been um historically or accurately documented. Yeah. And those same people won't call them things out, but yet they'll call something out like this. I mean this is a movie, I mean, fair enough, you know, Spike Lee and the team behind it had to possibly commercialize some of the elements of it but the what it actually there what it is there the uh the essence and the message behind the film that's still intact and that's the important but part. i think the thing is yeah that obviously it's like a crazy outrageous story yeah and to make it to make the story commercially popular and to bring it to the large screen and yeah. to make it into a movie yeah you kind of have to make it into a romanticized story plus make it cinematic <clears throat> in it yeah, yeah you have to make it cinematic otherwise yeah. your general population won't be interested in it because yeah. if this was a small indie film it would just get... heard about it yeah. what if we went to watch it probably not because we wouldn't have access to it would we yeah but the fact that it's been released and it's been played up a little bit and some yeah. of the stuff because even i walked away from that thought that is not that cannot be accurate how it happened yeah because some of the stuff was it was mirroring what was happening now and you could see some of the dialogue as well. Like they were using words and phrases that we've heard in the media being used now. And they were using them and repeating them. And that was like a little bit of the joke as well, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like the inside joke. Well, it was the whole thing yeah. of that. Because um, you, when you when you see this film, you will notice that it's, it is, it's saying things back then in the 70s that this will never happen. Yeah. Yet you're watching there thinking, oh my God, this is happening. Yeah, and um, I definitely recommend this film. I definitely would recommend watching it again. Yeah, definitely want to watch it again. But there's something you're saying, like what what you felt about this film. Yeah, I'll say that in a bit. And cool. I think what I was gonna say was like, what I mean is that, like, I think in one of the dialogues, one of the guys said, um, uh, that we're gonna make America great again. Yeah. Yeah. He never said it in so many words, but I think he didn't say the again bit. But he said, "I'm gonna make America great." Yeah. And basically, that's of, the uh, catchphrase of. Uh, Donald Trump yeah. administration, him and his crew. Yeah. And uh, I think they were even saying that, like, what the Ku Klux Klan were trying to do was trying to get into politics mm. and put a politician in place that reflects their beliefs. Yeah. Which and they're li- literally alluding to. Well, yeah. Trump in it. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, Those individuals who, who share those same beliefs. And what the film also showed was that, you know, there are people... In, in real life because what the film was doing is it gave a balanced view on both sides because he yeah. also shows the people Panthers. in the Black Panther movement yeah. people, you know people who are suppressed and oppressed and are fighting for um, equal rights with black people and then you also got the clan members yeah who are you know who are portrayed as everyday normal people but are 
inherently racist. Yeah. And it's horrible. But basically, like, they were showing, like, the, the wives of the clan members. Yeah. And they, they weren't people who were, like, um, inherently evil. Yeah. They were just, like, everyday people. housewives yeah. or people or yeah. how you would imagine everyday people to be. Yeah. But they have these, like, really extremist views. And in the same way, like, you had, like, the black people who they weren't even though like they were they were they were portrayed as like like they looked physically strong mm. but they were portrayed how like they were weak and they were suppressed and everything mm. kind of like you know like it kind of had that good balance i thought yeah like you know it wasn't necessarily going down the stereotypical route yeah and that's what i loved about and it i think even some of the clan members like they didn't show them as stereotypes as, yeah. as it were like so they were even saying that we're not racist and we're not violent yeah and there, there were some people in that group that were yeah violent and there were other people who were saying that we just want to preserve yeah our way of life and i think that's the great which is thing fair enough it. like you kind of get it but you and know. i think that's the that's the balance that spike lee's brought yeah. to it where he's, he's showing both groups of people yeah as human and mm. i think that's the thing where you know when when people in on opposing sides you know probably don't see each other as human beings and that's mm. the, and that's where we get conflict, and that's where we get people seeing other people as the enemy. But I think no, it's definitely a powerful film, and I think um, I mean, ideally, you know, yeah, we watch this. Um, I definitely recommend watching it in a packed cinema because when we're watching it, man, people are clapping and cheering. Yeah. At certain bits, things are happening. Yeah, you know, people. And even comments. like there were bits where we like listened to, it and even we were like sniggering and laughing at it yeah. because it was just such a reflection of what's what's going on now. And yeah. You think that this is in the seventies, this mm. happening, mm. and uh, some of the things they were saying, like it was definitely comedy, wasn't it? No, it was. It was funny because the the camaraderie between you know the actors and the chemistry between the actors. Yeah. You had like people like Adam Driver who plays yeah. Kylo Ren. You had um, uh, Topher Grace as well. Who last time I seen Topher Grace was in Spider Man Three playing it playing a, a crappy Venom but yeah. in this film he was really good you yeah. also had um, uh, John David um, Washington's who's playing his girlfriend Patrice who was Laura Laura Hellier Hellier or I can't remember hold on the name's there at the top I think Laura Harry I think her name is Laura, yeah Laura Harry so Laura she's Harrier. playing um, uh, Patrice Dumas. Dumas yeah no she was good as well yeah. um, but no I mean I yeah, definitely recommend this film but um, uh, what I was going to say was that Adam Driver there was a bit where he, me and Sunny both looked at each other and went he sounded just like Kylo Ren yeah that was scary yeah. it? <laughs> like everything just went silent and he just whispered something or he said something yeah and me and Sunny just looked at each other and went Kylo, Kylo Ren, Ren. yeah, yeah. But he he was good as well, man. Like I think there was one there was one dude in there in the film. Now this this isn't a spoiler or anything. Um, he was looking at the I was looking at the actor and looking at the character, thinking, oh my god, he looks like he reminds me of Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Yeah. But he's actually his brother. Who was it? Um, uh, is it Michael Michael Buscemi or is he there somewhere? Uh. There he is. Yeah, Michael Buscemi. So okay. he was playing the other. He was playing the other cop. So I seen him. Oh thought, yeah, yeah. He I said he looks yeah. like. I thought, oh my god, he looks like Mr. Pink from uh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs. Did. Yeah. And I'm thinking, he, well, why is this dude reminding me of yeah. him? And I don't obviously I don't know. I didn't know Steve Buscemi had a yeah. had a brother called Michael Buscemi. And I there, yeah. looking at him, thinking, this guy looks familiar, man. Yeah. Thing I loved as well is though. Um, I thought that guy Jasper was um the Felix. Yeah, he was good, wasn't it? He was intense, man. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. proper like. I think 
the whole thing was just wicked, man, you know. And I found it, and I found it, definitely found it inspirational when, um, well, when, well, basically the actor, he was playing a speaker, Kwame Chu, Kwame, yeah. Kwame Chu, so Corey Hawkins. Where now when he turned up on the stage, I was like, oh my God, it's Dr. Dre. It's a crossover movie. <laughs> it's uh, Dre from NWA days. Yeah, so but, that was the, um, yeah, uh, the actual, Straight Outta Compton, was it? Yeah, Straight Outta yeah. Compton, yeah. But that, you know, that... But you know, like we were talking about Bib- um, uh, these bibliography, are they called bibliography films? Bibliography, yeah, or autobiographical films, or yeah. So yeah. basically, like the, that movie as well, Straight Out Compton, that didn't happen like that beat yeah. for beat. Yeah, no pun intended. That happened. They they made that movie. Yeah, out to be like a romanticized, didn't it? Yeah. So well, most of this stuff that happened. I mean, then. people forget was that like you know these same people that are screwing at um uh, the Klansman, Black Klansman for being. Uh, a, a rom- you know not true to history you know he, actual history books are romanticizing the the the, the empire yeah the things of the british empires and mm-hmm. you know itv is an entire masturbation and romanticization of um of the the time of the time of the empire and uh, colonization itv just in general every time they got a oh it's it's downton abbey and it's like all right, right the right, whole right, thing right. is literally just like the whole tv channel the whole tv channel this is why we never used to watch citv man that's why we watch bbc we grew up on that but yeah but i definitely recommend it so you yeah sorry i brought you up so basically yeah um at the end of the movie i'm not gonna spoil it but everyone at the end of the movie was just stunned inside them never seen it before yeah literally nobody spoke and like it was the whole cinema was just so quiet everybody was just stunned in silence weren't they yeah like literally that it was like literally it was like everyone took a moment of silence yeah you know like just to take it all in yeah and it was just like a reflection of like have we seen yeah like what what the hell is going on it was i've never seen thinking like that like even i didn't even know what to say and it was and i felt it really emotional like it was what they were showing us i've seen before yeah but seeing it on like the big screen and seeing it in like strand sand all the dots I connecting think, together oh my god it was just it was intense man i think what spike lee's done is he's given us something and you know we've had a laugh and a joke about it and then all of a sudden boom you know he like he just rips open a nerve and he gives us mm. nerve ending there's a look this is it this is what's happening yeah what part are we going to play what we're going to do mm. you know but yeah um but it's amazing anyway i want to be wanted to say this for a while how many k's are you going to give it <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> well obviously <laughs> no way near three k's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously five k's man five k's and it how many k's in the title three, three in it okay yeah. five k's man five fucking hell so you're giving it a k k k k k k it's a f- 5Ks, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good, man. 5Ks, definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, you should 100% go to watch it because it was just such... Eye-opening, it? was just like... It was amazing, basically. Mm. Like, obviously, you got to go with there, like, with a pinch of salt. Obviously, it's not a reflection of exactly what happened. But it's there, But man. it's a true story. And if the guy was an undercover cop, some of the bits are going to be different or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, it would have been a pretty boring film. If it was um, historically accurate and they waited two weeks for the <laughs> yeah. for the letter to come back, do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I yeah. was thinking like obviously naturally Hollywood loves to whitewash everything. So yeah. imagine if there was like, you know, they the premise is what it is, but they yeah. cast the white actor and he's not even like, 
he's not even like they don't even touch on that so it basically yeah. just becomes a white actor infiltrates the KKK yeah. but he one of them has to be on the phone yeah. and one of them has to be a different person in real life I'm thinking <laughs> why is this and they're like we don't know because they want to stay true yeah. to the story but you know like they were saying like like obviously like this isn't a spoiler either yet, yeah but like why did they not just use the like why did Adam Driver's character not just be on the phone as well and yeah, yeah. that other thingy so I reckon that like what might have happened in reality obviously I don't know what happened but it might have been that the guide must have done the majority of the work. Yeah. And he must have been speaking to so many people as I a clansman. Yeah, yeah. That he he literally could not move away from it because like they only showed that he was speaking to one or two people yeah. in the movie. But he might have been talking to loads of people. Well, and he might have done a lot of work. He might have done weeks and weeks worth of work where he's infiltrated that on the phone or whatever he's done. And he can't step away from it. But only one or two people know the original, yeah, like Adam Driver's character. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I remember about basically when this came to light ages ago, because um, you know it's like definitely clickbait. Ages ago, this was like what you know, black man infiltrated yeah. um, Ku Klux Klan and all that. I remember um, the guy was talking about it, and you're right. It, it took a while to build up that relationship, to build mm. up that whole thing of you yeah. know um, uh, that com- basically that get that trust in it and the people like like he won them over the phone basically yeah you know the um ron stalworth the you know the 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 actual guy won their trust over the phone and they said they loved the way he spoke Mm. they loved the way he thought about things and you know they loved the fact that Mm. he was a white pure white american like he was and he was our amazing yeah he was definitely our amazing (laughs) (laughs) anyway 5k's definitely go and check it out so what we do next week next week um okay so we're going to watch uh happy time murders okay cool um so we're going to watch that tomorrow tomorrow uh yeah yeah Yeah, okay cool so we're going to watch that tomorrow happy time murders i'm basically going to try to introduce um bicycle not bicycle uh what bike at the gym yeah and i'm going to try to read a book Read a book about vocal training, yeah. Okay, cool. How about yourself? I've got no plans. You've got no plans. So basically, okay. I've got a uni work tandem, which I must get in. So I'm going to try to like just not do anything. No, anything. That's cool, cool, man. Email and tweets? Uh, nothing. Okay, so I haven't had any either. So outro, you can follow us on social media at We Don't Do Stuff. Or you can email us feedback at we don't do stuff at gmail.com. Um, Tuna McCartney, everybody. That means no problems. And I'm independent. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.